0: Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Monday, the twenty eighth of September. I'm Paul, and I'll be your host this morning. And in the news, Kings eleven um, in Humdinger. Shield on the move again. Warriors finish on a high. Lakers through to the finals. Um, junior Philippe wins r- road race. Um, the uh, where results from both the Russian Grand Prix and the uh, supercars. Um, uh, Also, uh, Tim Wilkinson was uh, playing over the weekend. And obviously, we have UFC 253 news um, as well. Um, And uh, let's kick off with that UFC 253 um, in that one. And uh, we had four... um, uh, Kiwi fighters uh, in action. Um, Shane Young unfortunately uh, got uh, knocked out in the uh, first round um, by Lovid Klein. Um, um, Brad uh, Riddell uh, Kay, uh, in a hard fought contest got a points decision over Alex De Silva Coelho. Um, and um, De, uh, Key Kara Key France um, lost in a, uh, got caught in a chokehold. Um, in the uh, second round, so it was um, one-two um, going into the uh, big one for um, the uh, um, gym in Auckland, um, and uh, coming off a um, successful defense in uh, uh, UFC two-five, um, uh, um, Israel Israel Adesanya um, showed again that he is the most dominant middle-middle uh, weight mixed martial arts champion. Dispatching the former undefeated Brazilian Paulo Costa um, with a devastating um, flurry of punches um, in that one. Uh, Yes, uh, what looks like a fairly innocuous punch, um, but it gets him round the back of the head uh, that uh, really floored Paulo, and then he just got on top of him uh, and uh, beat him up. A couple of um, Disrespectful uh, things at the end there, um, but uh, hey, I think that's all part of UFC. Um, the uh, uh, but uh, yes, spinning around on the floor, dancing um, after his victory, um, you could tell that um, Israel was very happy um, with the, that one. I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin. He's going to take us through our cricket update.
3: Yeah, good morning, Paul, and good morning to our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. And yeah, UFC, isn't it just like real-life WWE? Sort of like, so it's got to have the activity and the gamesmanship afterwards as well. So anywho, on to the cricket. Kings eleven and Royals in a humdinger. Yes, the Kings eleven have put on a fantastic 223 for two with a century to Mayank Agawal. He scored 106 or 50 balls and KR Rahul, chup, chipping in with 69 or 54. And then nicholas puran finishing off the innings with 25 off just eight deliveries but it wasn't enough the royals have gone on to get the target in the last over for the royals sanju samson scored 85 off 42 and steve smith and rahul tuatia scored 50 to get the royals over the line as they made 226 for six that completed the highest successful run chase in ipl history So, absolutely massive match there, and probably, if you haven't seen it, maybe one to go in there and catch on the highlights reel. Moving on to the White Ferns, and they have been no match for Australia as the Australian women wrap up the series with an emphatic win. Batting first, New Zealand kept losing wickets at regular intervals, with the only partnership of note between Susie Bates and Amy Sathwaite. Bates scored 22 and Sathwaite 30, as New Zealand limped through to 128 or uh, in their 20 overs. It was no challenge for the Australians, though, as they cruised through to the total for the loss of just two wickets in the 17th over. After also winning that first T20, that means that the Australian women have wrapped up the T20 series with a game to spare. And as the tributes and stories flow after the passing of Dean Jones, Shane, tell, Shane Warne tells the story of when he started Test cricket. He, Dean Jones, came into the huddle and says, well done, champ. You used to call every, he used to call everyone champ. You've got your first one. They can't take that away from you. And then he went on into the Sri Lanka in nineteen ninety two, and and he was getting smacked, and Shane Warne was getting smacked all over the park again. And he got his second wicket. And they came into the huddle, and Dean Jones goes, "Well done, champ. You now average four hundred and thirty five runs per wicket. Well done." <laughs> so that was Dean Jones talking to Shane Warne in the huddles at the times of the wickets. And um, yes, Paul, that's our cricket news for today.
0: Uh, Thank you uh, very much, uh, Ashwin, and we'll hand you over to uh, Stephen, who will bring us our weather updates and um,
1: birthdays. How are you doing, (laughs) sir? Yes, I think you can hear the weather on the roof. It's a grubby old start to the morning here in Auckland. I think we've only got a, a high of uh, 15 degrees. It's currently 11 at the moment, and you can hear the roof coming <laughs> down, or the roof coming down, the rain coming down on the roof. beg you. Your pardon, the roof could come down any minute. It's so uh, heavy in the uh, roads this morning coming in from the northwestern onto the shore. It looks heavy going into the city, and also very heady, heavy watching that uh, North Shore motorway going into town that's on the main arterial route. So please drive carefully. Out there, wherever you are, but I don't think it'll dampen the spirits of our birthday recipients uh, today. A New Zealand Cricket All-Rounder, a Samoan-born All-Black prop, and finally, a, a Counties Monaco who has represented both the Chiefs and Hurricanes. And we actually uh, saw this man in action for Counties Monaco yesterday, Jonathan uh, Tomatane, born at this day, the 28th of September 1996 in uh, Auckland. Is a Samoan born New Zealand rugby union player who plays for the Chiefs in the Super Rugby competition. His position of choice is a scrum half. Tamatani has represented counties Manukau since 2016. He was signed with the Hurricanes for the just completed 2020 season. Staying with the oval ball code, John Schwalger, born this day, the 28th of September 1983, in Apia. Samoa is a former New Zealand rugby union player who played. In the position of prop, his uh, representative career started with the New Zealand Schoolboys team before being included in New Zealand's Under-21 team in uh, 2004. He won the Under-21 World Rugby Cup. Yes, it was the Under-21 Rugby World Cup back then, and that was in uh, 2004. Following the 2007 uh, Super 14, he was selected in the All Blacks training squad and was one of only two non-comp. Non capped players in the squad. His inclusion uh, was the biggest surprise of the squad as he was a pick of head of capped uh, props at the time. That was Clark Dermody and uh, John R4. And changing our sights uh, to cricket, Anton Paul Devich, born this day, the 28th of September 1985, in Hamilton, is a New Zealand international cricketer who plays limited overs, internationals, a left handed batsman, <clears throat> excuse me, who occasionally bowls, left arm orthodox spin. At the domestic level, he plays for Northern, Northern Districts competition. Now, just before I go, obviously had a few technical issues yesterday, but I just want to pay homage to my two birthday recipients from yesterday. That was a former Black Caps skipper Brendan McCullum, and also a current Black Caps uh, selector Gavin Larson. So, belated happy birthday to those two gentlemen yesterday. I'll be back shortly with leg news.
0: Oh yes, I'm sure they can have t- um, birthday cake today. Leftover birthday cake today, as well as uh, mm-hmm. along with the other people. So uh, yes, hope they all have a wonderful um, day there. Moving on to the uh, um, into uh, skiing, and we had the um, New Zealand Alpine Youth Championships um, at the weekend. Uh, congratulations um, to um, Michaela Smythe for the in the under sixteen girls competition, she won both the uh, slalom and the uh, giant slalom um, in her division. Uh, the um, uh, The competition had to be shortened from three days down to one day due to weather uh, and snow conditions. And also the Super G um, also had to be scratched, unfortunately. So only the slalom and the uh, giant slalom were able to be raced this year. Um, the uh, Hemi, um, Mekalai, won uh, won the under 16 boys coming second and third in his two races. Um, we had uh, um, Sammy Packer of Australia won both of those, but obviously he wasn't eligible to be the uh, for the for the championships. Um, in the under 14 girls, we uh, it was a tied um, tied first place between um, Mathilda Wat- um, Watterson and um, Charlotte Wiggins. And then Bailey McDonald, and the other 14 boys also won uh, both of the, the uh, slalom and the Super G in his one um, to win that one. So congratulations to all of them um, at the, the uh, New Zealand Alpine Youth Championships. Um, moving on then to cycling and um, Julian Alaphilippe um, attacked on the uh, final climb. Um, and then held off the uh, chasers um, to win the rainbow um, jersey uh, in that one. Uh, he was followed up in second place um, by uh, Wout van and um, for his second silver of the weekend, uh, oh, oh, sorry, of the championships after coming second in the time trial. And Mark Hershey um, came third from um, Switzerland all three of the New Zealand riders um, Dion Smith George um, Bennett uh, and also um, Finn Fisher Black um, did not finish the race. Um, uh, half of the uh, near 200 field did not surf only 88 to 88 finishes um, and 89 riders did not finish so um yes say so less just under half the field finished um, the race there. I'm going to hand you uh, back to Stephen now for the sport that just keeps on giving. It's our NRL update.
1: Good yeah, morning again, Paul. Well, Our final two games of the uh, penultimate or main round or round-robin games, I should say, saw victories to both the Warriors and the Dragons. We'll also look at how the table finished up and we'll uh, look at the uh, playoffs coming up this weekend. And we'll just check in on the Betfred uh, Super League and see where that's sitting at the moment. So a bit of league news To get it through. We'll start with the uh, Warriors Sea Eagles and it was the Warriors who finished on a high beating Sea Eagles by 40 points to 28 after they led by 26 points to 18. It didn't start so good for the Warriors because it was the Sea Eagles that scored in the third and seventh minute with tries to uh, Ruben Garrick and uh, also uh, Corey Waddell. Uh, who scored early to give the Seagulls an early lead. But the Warriors uh, fought their way back with tries in the 15th minute to uh, Cody Nicarima and Eliasa Katoa brought them right back into the game. But then the Warriors finally got their, their groove on Adam uh, Keegan scoring in the 21st minute. Patrick Herbert in the 24th and Eliasa Katoa in the 30th. As the Seagulls replying in the 38th and 40th minute, Abbas Muski uh, getting a brace just before the stroke of halftime. So two tries. They went in 26 points to 18, but it would be the Warriors in the third half. Kegrin scoring a hat-trick, getting a try in the 54th and 64th minute. And of course, Patrick Herbert getting a brace with his second try in the 73rd minute for their uh, 40 points. For the uh, Seagulls, Taniela Paseka scored in the 69th minute and Brad Parker in the 77th minute. The uh, real difference being the number of, uh, also the number of goals that were kicked as well. Ruben Garrick only kicking the uh, two conversions where Chanel Tavita harris managed to kick four, but they did score those extra uh, two tries as well. That final score again, good way for the Warriors to uh, leave the NRL. They uh, that win 40 points to 28, they make their way home today so they'll be pleased to see their families and go, and very well done to them and uh, moving right along in our final game it was the dragons who beat an understrength storm side by 30 points to 22 at nestra jubilee stadium after they after the storm led by 20 points to 12 at half time. both teams uh, scored a five each Tyson Frizzell scoring in the 33rd and 77th minute. Matt Dufty scoring in the 22nd and 60th minute. And Zach Lomax in the 50th minute. The uh, Storm scoring the five tries to uh, some names I've never heard of. They rested a lot of their players. Sandor Earl, Nicholas Haynes, Chris Lewis, Paul Momorowski, and Isaac Limlim. Scored their tries. Uh, Nicholas Hines just with the one conversion. Where for the Dragons, Zach Lomax uh, kicked all five conversions. So kicking being the difference in that game. That final score again: Dragons at 32, Storm 30, 20, Storm 22. As we look at the uh, table here in front of us, well, I've got the table pull. If you can find it, I'll get you to pop it up. But we're looking at the uh, Panthers uh, finishing on top, Storm in second. Eels third, Roosters 28, Raiders 28, Rabbitohs 24, Knights 23, Sharks 20. The Warriors finish in 10th placing. So you'd have to say that was a credible performance given where they were earlier in the season, stuck in Australia, having to uh, use a lot of lone players as well. As we quickly look at the uh, playoffs, so the four games coming up this weekend, our first game on Friday night, top qualifier, the Penrith Panthers uh, take on uh, the Roosters at P- Panthers Stadium. And that's at 10 to 8. Should be an interesting game, that that uh, particular clash. Our second game on Saturday, the, the 3rd of October at 5.40pm, sees the Canberra Raiders uh, take on the Cronulla Sharks. And uh, that's from Geo Stadium. Our third game from uh, Suncorp Stadium sees... Uh, the uh, looks like the Melbourne Storm take on the Parramatta Eels. That's a 7:50 PM kickoff, and our final game is on Sunday at 5 past 4 PM. Sees the Rabbitohs take on the Knights, and that's from ANZ Stadium. As we go back to that table, of course uh, the Panthers. Well, they picked up the miners premiership a couple of weeks ago. The Storm are there. You can see why they actually rested players. It made no difference to how they they finished. Be a bit of a concern for the uh, Roosters. Obviously well beaten by the Rabbitohs in that record record score a couple of nights back. So they will have to lift their game. So I'm thinking maybe the Panthers and the Storm uh, looking uh, good to go through to the next round. I think the rest of it's a little bit of a a lottery at this stage. I'll just check in with the uh, Betfred League pool. Games uh, from overnight. Saw uh, Warrington uh, too good for the Catalans. 30 points to uh, 16. And uh, Wigan Taking out Wakefield Trinity 28 points to 16. As we look at the table, we have up to around 12, 12. Remember, there's 22 rounds, so another 10 rounds to go at Warrington. Top of the table, Wigan there on 18 points, St. Helens 16, Leeds 14, uh, Catalans 10th, and Ordersfield sitting in sixth place on uh, 12 points. That's our league news, Paul. It's uh, definitely getting to the pointy end and uh, looking forward to those uh, playoff games on the weekend, no doubt Brad and Sanjay will have to have a bit to say on the standoff. So yeah, exciting times. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Thank you. Steve. So we're going to find you another sports to talk about once the, uh, once, the once the NRL is finished. Um, so to keep you on the morning show, otherwise I'll have to do it all on my own, um, <laughs> but uh, there we go. Um, so yes, do join a uh, and Sanjay on Wednesday evening um, for the, um, uh, for that. Uh, And uh, moving on then to the NBA, we will have the basketball show on Tuesday evening um, at 8pm going through all of the action. And that action includes um, the Lakers um, going through to the finals. They beat the Nuggets 117 to 107 um, with uh, pulling away in the uh, fourth quarter after a third quarter fight back um, from the Nuggets. Look. Those two seven game series for the Nuggets uh, really uh, meant that this was one step too far uh, and the Lakers are the first team through to the finals. Um, The uh, Miami Heat um, have the opportunity to join them today when they play the Celtics. That series is currently 3-2, so uh, the um, Heat have got two opportunities to get themselves uh, to to, to full match point. The Celtics obviously need to win the next two games. Otherwise, they are out. Um, Moving on then to the golf. Uh, And uh, in the golf, Tim Wilkinson uh, has finished his uh, final round um, and uh, finished at three under par. Um, A good improvement in his final round after a bit of a poor third round saw him drop right back. Um, He's currently tied at 61st back here. He's cut back in the clubhouse, but other um, players are still um, out there on the um, course. Um, Over in the um, supercars, and um, Scott McLaughlin uh, won two of the races and came second in the uh, final race um, at um, the uh, OTR Super Sprint, the end. Uh, And that means now that he um is effective or he, he has um won the uh super, the uh supercars <coughs> sorry bless me sorry for that folks um as long as he doesn't get a points deduction um at um, bathurst in the final round of the season so um no he, te- he uh, um, technically has not uh, won the championship yet um because i say he could get a points deduction um, and then uh, a whole bunch of other results go against him, um, but uh, in effect, uh, he is the uh, uh, he has added the championship this year to his two previous ones. Um, so congratulations to uh, Scott McLaughlin um, on a very tidy weekend um, to uh, pick that up over in the Formula One. Um, and Lewis Hamilton did not have a tidy weekend. Um, he had uh, two. Um, five second penalties um for uh basic for, for uh, on the uh, the outlap to go out go drive around to the grid uh, he did two practice starts in the wrong place um and by doing it in the wrong place um he uh, say got two five second penalties that meant um that Bottas, his teammate went on to um win the race um with uh, Verstappen Max Verstappen second in second and lewis hamilton in third. Um, that also means now that um, he is on the verge of a one, one race ban um, due to the accumulation um, of um, license penalty points, um, but uh, still he's clear at the top of the uh, championship and is still odds-on favourite to become the champion of uh, Formula One this season. Um, over in the uh, rugby then, and yes, the Um, Ranfini Shield is on the move. Um, Otago beats Taranaki um, 19-30. They uh, put up a a first half lead with wind at their back, um, and uh, Taranaki could never um, close that down. Um, Auckland also yesterday got a comfortable win over Manawatu uh, in the uh, Maya 10 Cup, and then Counties lost to Northland 15-24. In that one, actually, Having the wind was a, a disadvantage. And in the second half, there, um, Northwood really came back and uh, were more clinical. Um, uh, when they were one meter away or, or three meters away from the line, they took opportunities. Whereas Counties had their opportunities, but just couldn't get over um, the line. Over in the Farah Palmer Cup, it was um, uh, it was it was it was two wins for Northland over Counties, um, Northland beating Counties 20-32, twenty thirty two. Um, after trailing 2010 at half time, ma- a very, very big statement win there for um, Northern Counties, um, one of the favourites to uh, sort of take the title really uh, this season, um, and uh, Northern, only a second year outfit in the Farah Cup, again that win, um, i say a real statement for them um, there in that one. So uh, they were very happy with that. Uh, Post match interviews from the um, those games over on New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page, and also um, a nice video of the uh, Northland um, girls doing their uh, sort of um, post-game victory celebrations and also uh, handing out the 50th um, uh, cap celebrations um, for their fly half um, as well. So uh, you have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important sports news. And we'll be back this evening at 8 p.m. with the Driving Mall Show, Um, giving you your rugby union fix. Uh, If there are any topics in that, do drop us a message and let us know what you would like us to talk about. Um, Also, we'll be back at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, because that's right. The morning sports evening comes to you seven days a week at 7 a.m., helping you start the day the best way, just like you have done right now.